Bill Withers there, Lean On Me. It's a song that uh, I think many people are actually familiar with. And of course, the people that we are speaking to over the next hour have in fact been that hand, right? They've extended out their own hand for others to lean on. Uh, kicking us off for this hour, Samantha Mkanda is a social entrepreneur and she delivered the first lecture in the Desmond and Leah Dudu Legacy Foundation's 2021 Dudu Talks series. It's under the theme, Showcasing Moral and Ethical Leadership. Now, she founded the award-winning social justice and advocacy platform called Lady Liberty in South Africa in 2014. It provides marginalized women with access to the justice system. Samantha, good morning to you. Morning, Kathy. It's a pleasure to have you on the show this morning. Firstly, speak to me a little bit about what it was like being told that you are going to be the one who delivers the first lecture uh, within this series. Wow. So I suppose it was a host of mixed emotions, if I may be honest, Mm. Um, because on the one hand, um, I remain absolutely humbled to continue to be offered these kind of platforms just to share my journey, Mm. which I deem could have gone much further, impacting so many more people. Um, And unfortunately, I'll say I haven't yet gotten there and not so much that it uh, hasn't happened definitively. And so first, it's, you know, just utmost humility that uh, someone, I suppose, recognized the work and perhaps at some point tried to work, but also with the Archbishop's legacy to have my story attached to Mm. that is an absolute, absolute honor. Um, There's so many values that he espouses that I also believe in. And of course, being human, I'll have flaws, trip on the journey here and there, but I strive to live by the Archer's values um, through my personal life as well as professionally. And then, of course, there's also a little bit of nerves and pressure because <laughs> you, <laughs> because there's the acknowledgement of the magnitude of what these talks represent. Mm. And so it was a host of mixed emotions, but I'm happy to be here. So let's talk about your story um, and how it is that you even got to a place where you were starting this platform. Hmm. So I'm a lawyer by profession, and um, I remember very uh, vividly just the mere choice of studying law was, for me, a start to using my voice to speak to people that I deem either don't have the platform, opportunities, or resources to speak or fight for themselves. And so my heart leans, um, I suppose, very strongly towards African women and young girls, especially Mm -hmm. because of the issues that they face, um, primarily, I'll say South Africa, but uh, the African continent and the world at large. Um, And so over time, uh, through my journey, my experiences, I then found a way to eventually set up Lady Liberty and use the law as a tool to at least try and alleviate some of the issues that they deal with and hopefully eventually with poverty. So that's how it all began. But at the moment, I'm working for uh, Médecins Sans Frontières, which is Doctors Without Borders. And I feel it's another unique opportunity that I've then found to still be of service. Um, however, maybe not directly as I'm part of the fundraising team, but uh, raising funds for our medical teams on the ground to respond to medical needs of people who are affected by conflict, disasters and epidemics and just generally excluded from mm-hmm. healthcare. Mm-hmm. So that's how I wound up here. I feel I'm still in service, maybe not directly within the law as I had initially envisioned. Mm-hmm. 
when you when you started this this platform the lady liberty sa in 2014 you received mm-hmm. quite a number of accolades and all of them mm-hmm. acknowledging how innovative this idea was how did it work so you know kathy i'd always been conflicted by um, accepting interviews and features mm. um, or joining competitions. But over time, I was made to understand that, okay, look, it's, you are just Sam who has a vision and needs a lot of support from different people, institutions, and in various ways to make this dream a reality. And so you can't achieve that if people don't know about the work that you're doing. And so that's how most of the conversation started and the joining of competitions and uh, acceptance into fellowships, uh, pitching competitions, you name it. It was all in an attempt to attract uh, support, whether it's obtaining funding that I need to pay lawyers to access the communities, um, you know, just to provide for all the resources required to deliver the service that we were offering. Or if I'm going to go and pitch for some board um, in a fancy building somewhere, they would also need to know who I am. And so this material would really be designed to share. So over time, I suppose um, I then got a little, made a little bit of a rattle uh, and got attention from one or two people who shared certain values and uh, maybe the cause that I was trying to work so deeply in. And some people got involved. I was really fortunate to have people join as volunteers, some with legal expertise, others with marketing expertise. I had free websites uh, developed um, and different resources from many different angles and over time it also included a bit of funding but as you can imagine with the multitude of issues that black African women deal with let's just say South Africa alone because I didn't unfortunately manage to cross borders like I had envisioned so my work for now is limited in South Africa but with the number of issues that they deal with related mainly to marriage divorce uh, gender-based violence there was no way I could tap into even just a quarter of those cases. And as a result, we ran out of resources. Mm-hmm. But the cases continue to pile up. I had people continue to ask me now if I can assist them. And unfortunately for now, I cannot. So that's how it all began and sort of unraveled to where I am today. Uh, Samantha, what, what an incredible story. And I think, you know, your journey is also an example of the very real challenges faced by people who want to do good and who intend to do good. Um, but of course, you know, at the end of the day, there is the struggle for getting enough resources to be able to service the kind of community and respond to the kind of needs that you specifically were working on. We'll continue our conversation with Samantha Mganda social entrepreneur as you heard she founded the 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 um the app the platform the advocacy platform lady liberty essay in 2014 it was to provide marginalized women with access to the justice system we'll continue our conversation with her after this 9 a.m till midday Samantha Mgandla is a social entrepreneur. In fact, she's also uh, the lady who delivered the first lecture in the Desmond and Leah Dudu Legacy Foundation's 2021 Dudu Talks series. And uh, the theme there is showcasing more moral and ethical leadership series. Samantha, talk to me about, you know, um, you've put a lot of hard work, sweat and tears into this platform, you've seen the need for existence simply by the work that that you do. 
And, you know, you're also at a point where you're being recognized for this really great idea, but you run out of resources and you simply can no longer offer the service in the way that you would have wanted to in the beginning. What was that like for you? Oh, Kathy, it was absolutely heartbreaking. Mm. It took me and maybe has taken me or is taking me mm. time to process and first of all evaluate what it is that I did manage to achieve and just say, you know, well done, Sam. You got up, you spotted a problem and knowing the limitation from the onset still garnered um, some kind of courage um, and started with the hope that as we generated a bit of traction, we would attract the right resources and build this into a huge um, entity that would really change lives. So it was absolutely heartbreaking. However, with that acknowledgement, I think I've come to a place right now where I feel absolute gratitude Mm -hmm. that even though, yes, I wasn't able to reach, let's say, 100,000 women, for the plus minus four, 5,000, whose parts we did cross, whose legal information um, and services to a, uh, to a small extent we did manage to provide. Um, I'm happy that a few of them, maybe a handful or slightly more, were able to solve their issues. We would get some feedback sometimes with a woman saying, oh my word, because of the information that you and the team shared, I was in court and my um, ex-husband, for example, was standing there with a team of lawyers and I was on my own. But because Mm -hmm. I understood just the basics of what I could achieve or what the law then offered me, I was able to at least negotiate something that felt somewhat fair. That for me helps me to sleep at night and helps me to balance the scale Mm -hmm. and the little voice in me that says, yeah, but you didn't really achieve as much as you wanted to. Mm -hmm. So initially it was absolutely heartbreaking, but now I've come to the realization that while I may not be on the forefront of Lady Liberty, I'm still serving to Doctors Without Borders. Yes, I'm not a doctor. I'm not on the grounds directly saving lives. But in the same way that I was hoping someone would fundraise for our cause, I can then be part of the machine that makes sure that those doctors can travel and save those lives. Mm -hmm. Their salaries can be paid. They can be taking care of their families and the resources, medical and otherwise, can also be provided. So I'm grateful that I'm still in my why hasn't changed. It's just the how that has. We are in conversation with Samantha Mganda. Of course, I'm also taking your calls on 011-714-2006. She's just one of three uh, people that we'll be speaking to within this hour. All of them are doing great work within their various communities. Let me go to Lorraine in KZN. Lorraine, good morning to you. Good morning to you. Hi, Lorraine. Listeners. Hello. <laughs> I'm well, thank you. Oh, great to hear from to you. you. Well, Welcome to your guest, and Kathy, I think your guest deserves all the accolades possible, and mm. so often in the country we do uh, attest to their contribution to our beautiful country, but not enough. Uh, what makes the pages of magazines, etc., is mostly the gloss and glamour, which has its own space, but I think it's for people like her who are making such a significant difference to South Africa but we need to remind them always that they are honored as mm. is your guest and so many others we haven't even heard of. And if you'll allow me this opportunity, I want to um, attest to what a certain doctor in the community where I'm from, Dr. Taker, has single-handedly done 
so much for the community. And I think it's in large part to the fact that he's a man who's a God-fearing man. And you can do beautiful things no matter what denomination you are, are aspire to. And I'm not going to mention where he is, except to say that, you know, his, his, his attention to detail where patients are concerned uh, goes beyond the level of just attending to you medically. He'd want to know holistically who the patient is, where their life is rooted, mm. where they are going. You know, they're, 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 uh, the spiritual aspirations which do uh, hinder or advance the progress of one's healing process. And, you know, you ask anybody in the, in the community which he serves and they'll tell you, no, that is a man we can truly, and I don't know how it is that he's never been com- recommended for a prize, you know, mm. such as a special one. And I, I'm guilty myself. But but I was going to say, Lorraine, you should nomi- you should nominate him. I should, and mm. um, now you're making me feel guilty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lorraine. <laughs> Lorraine out in in KZN there also uh, using the opportunity to pay tribute to one of her local doctors. So, so, so Samantha, what what is happening now um, with the app? And yes, it's on pause, but I'm hoping that it, it's certainly not the end of it. So at the moment, Lady Liberty is on an absolute pause mm-hmm. until I suppose I go back to the drawing board and figure out um, how best we can still assist and reach the women I thought to reach, maybe perhaps without me necessarily in the forefront. One of my greatest lessons is that, you know, the problems we're trying to solve are really systemic and Mm -hmm. it's not going to take one person to solve them. And so in my current thinking, I'm wondering who and which institutions can perhaps take it over or adopt it and they would have greater resources to stretch it and utilize it, Mm -hmm. building off of the foundation that we had already put in place. So absolutely, it's definitely not dead. I think even if I wanted to, I tried to get rid of it from my heart and my mind and my spirit. Mm -hmm. But um, I believe that God wants me to do something. It might not be through Lady Liberty directly. It might be through MSF or maybe not forever. But in the meantime, while it's on pause, I am trying to figure out how those women that I so sought to reach can still be reached even without me because it's not about me. It's really just about how best can we solve the challenges that they deal with. And South Africa alone, without even thinking about other African countries within the region and beyond, Mm. South Africa has amazing talent and lots of people with really, really deep resources. So perhaps it's for someone else to then say, okay, I'll pick this up. I'm able to put together a team of lawyers. I can pay them. We can set up this app. I have someone who can manage the tech, whatever that will look like. I really believe if it's meant to have life in it again, it will when it's time. Samantha Mganda, I certainly hope that, um, like you have said, you have simply posted and it is not the end of it because of the great difference that you have made in the lives of the women who you've already been able to assist. But most importantly, the difference that you will continue to make for so many women in this country who are simply left out because they can't access the justice system in meaningful ways, uh, in particular as those who perhaps are closer to some of the urban centers. So I certainly wish you all of the very best in your future endeavors. And I'm hoping Hoping to see Lady Liberty SA back on the rise again. 
Thank you so much, Kathy. And I also just wanted to thank the Desmond and Leah Dudu Legacy Foundation for this very initiative, their important conversation. There's a great cause behind it and an absolute honor of the Arch while he's alive and with us and can witness what his work has done and influenced. I'm really, really humbled to be part of it. It's just after 10.30 and Musa is standing by with your latest news headlines.